Welcome to this episode of Consider It Black-Led. I am Kim, your host, and for those of you tuning in for the first time, Consider It Black-Led highlights films, television programs, and stage plays that feature African-Americans up front and behind the scenes. We also discuss social issues as it relates to some of these programs and how they may or may not impact our communities. So thank you for tuning in, and we hope you continue to tune in each week. Today, it is my pleasure to highlight the Netflix documentary, Giving Voice. This film highlights high school students who are participating in the annual August Wilson monologue competition. Today, to help me discuss this film, I have three friends of mine, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves to you. Let's start with Thelma. Hi, I'm Thelma Ramsey. I'm a performer, I do stand-up comedy, I also dabble in filmmaking, and I'm also a writer. I'm a principal of a school in New Jersey. June. Hello, my name is June Elizabeth Towns. I'm a singer and a performer, and I'm the founder of June E. Towns and Gospra, a music ensemble that honors the legacy of African-American spirituals. Awesome, Justine. Hi everyone, I'm Justine Robinson. I'm the Academic Programs Manager at the Boys and Girls Club of Harlem. I'm also a Brooklyn-based actress and writer. Awesome. So um, I'd like my audience to note that my guests, they participate in the arts, but they also participate in education. So I thought this was a good group to discuss giving voice. So let me start off the conversation by asking you, what is it that you like about August Wilson's work? Let's start with Justine. I always knew about August Wilson, but I want to say when I, you know, got a chance to kind of dive deep into his work and really truly understand who he was as an artist was a few summer, summers ago um, when I participated in the Black Arts Institute, um, which was a, a summer acting intensive program that was created by the Billie Holiday Theater in the Stellar Adler Acting Studio. And they even started us off that summer with telling us all to go and prepare monologues from an August Wilson play. So I got an op so I had the opportunity to like delve deep into his work and I just really love that he, you know, he mentioned this in the film, the clip, that he took the time to truly, you know, study the way black people speak to and to truly find the value in the way they speak. And you know, it shows through his work. There, there are characters who sound like me, sound like people I know, stories that I feel I can relate to that anyone can relate to. And you know, it, it, it just, it tells our own stories. You know, who else is gonna tell our stories but us? What about you, June? I first became familiar with August Wilson's work through Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which I thought was such an awesome play. But what I really enjoy about August Wilson's work is how he's able to lift the themes of the common man, especially the African-American man, those who are disenfranchised, and bring them to the surface. There is something in there that everyone, anyone, especially those of us who feel disenfranchised, can identify with. And that is what I love about his work. He has brought that to the surface and just made it very palatable. Oh, wow. What about you, Thelma? Well, I've always been a theater junkie since I was a child. And I was first introduced to his work through Fences um, on stage and then of course on film. But, and I had an opportunity to see, I think all of the plays in a cycle except for maybe two. But again, echoing what everyone has said, telling our stories and using our voice to tell our stories is very important. And he is one of the premier 
um, playwrights of our time. So I've always enjoyed the characters. He, he really flushes out and develops characters fully, especially Black women. And I love the strong Black women that he portrays in all of his plays. Right, so do I. I remember um, I saw Joe Turner's coming on on Broadway. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a scene where one of the characters is having a fit on stage. I mean, the audience was so quiet and in awe, you could hear a pin drop. <laughs> it was just amazing. I mean, he had his dialogue and his words just could have you spellbound. And, I, and that's when I really fell in love with drama on theater because I always, growing up, associated Broadway with musicals, everybody dancing and flipping and flopping around on stage. But it really gave me an appreciation of drama on the stage, so. That's great. So getting to giving voice, um, the students did excellent performances. Talk about how you felt when you saw them perform. Um, I'm going to start with June. I was so excited by these young people, the passion that they brought to the work, the clarity, the vision, how they dug into these characters and found something in them that they could identify with within the words of these characters. I was very, very excited and moved. I was inspired. What about you, uh, Thelma? Working with young people, and especially in that age category, the teenage age, where they're trying to find themselves and trying to figure out their, their way in the world, it just uh, warmed my heart to see these students this focused. They all came from um, some challenging backgrounds. They all told us our backstory. And I think they found their voice through August Wilson's work. Mm -hmm. And they were able to identify with the characters that they chose to do um, their monologues with. And I, I was like June, I was inspired. I was, I was excited. I was impressed. I was impressed by the depth of their talent. Yeah. What about you, Justine? I love this film. This film was everything to me. It kind of reignited my passion. Um, and just um, as Thelma was saying, you know, working with young people, that's something I do. I just love seeing um, young people doing things that they're passionate about, the things that make them happy, and then seeing what it brings out of them. So let me ask you guys, who were some of your favorite students that you saw in the documentary? I know I had mine, but let's start with uh, Thelma. Well, they all were great. Uh, they really all were great, but there were three that stood out to me. One was Cody, who only had had six weeks of training before he did his monologue. And just the raw talent that he had, and he stuck with it, even though he knew there were students there that were better than him, that had been training for much longer than he did. He brought his all. And it really impressed the judges, which made him um, be able to make it to the next round. And you can tell that he was a student who, who was fighting through some adversity. And I think he, he always pushed himself to be better. Um, the young lady, Nia, I think her name was, mm -hmm. she stood out to me. And um, Aaron, the young man whose parents put him out that we really didn't get a chance to know what, why that happened, but he, he, was, he was great too. I have to say that I enjoyed the stories of all of them as well. It was really hard to say who was the favorite. However, I did have a clear cut favorite. But I wanna say that um, I really enjoyed the young ladies, Callie and Nia. They were so in tune with 
who they were and what they wanted. And they were able to draw from their experiences. Both of them took so much from their mothers and that desire to be these strong black women. And I thought that that was so wonderful at such a young age to have such focus and clarity about that. But my favorite had to be Cody. Cody is the gentleman uh, that Thelma spoke about, the young man who seemed like the underdog. He did come from adverse circumstances. He spoke of um, not wanting to follow in the footsteps of his brothers and sisters. He said he had several siblings and it seemed as though they didn't have support. Uh, he mentioned that none of their fathers were in the picture and he did not want to go down the road that was expected of him to just follow the status quo of a person from his background and his circumstance. I also wanna mention the young man named Freedom. He was the first student that was highlighted in the film. And he was someone who seemed so wise beyond his years, so mature. He came from a very, very small town where he said his family was the only black family. And all that was expected of him was to play basketball because he was tall. But he had this burning fire for theater. He loved Shakespeare and he discovered August Wilson and he realized he had to leave this town. So in high school, he leaves his small town and moves to a place in Chicago where he can go to an art school and develop this craft. And I just thought the maturity that he had to think about, this is what I wanna do. I'm 15, I'm 16, and this is what I wanna do. And so I have to leave the comfort of my home to, in order to achieve this so that I can realize what I feel is my lifelong dream with such a maturity beyond his age. What about you, Justine? I also thought that all the um, high school students did an amazing job. Um, but if I had to choose, I would also say Nia was one of my favorites. I thought her performance was phenomenal. Um, I thought she totally embodied her character. And, you know, a lot of her friends were saying, you know, when she got on stage, they were like, I didn't know that you, you know, you had that in you or you could do that. And she was like, I didn't know either. And, you know, it just is a testament to like how powerful performance is, how powerful theater is, that it has the possible, you know, the potential to ignite passion and, and just ignite confidence and bring things out of you that you didn't, um, you didn't know were there, was there, especially August Wilson's work. Uh, and another favorite of mine, which was also mentioned by um, June and Thelma, was Cody. Um, I was rooting for, for him since the, for the beginning. I thought he had a very compelling background and, you know, he was the, he was the underdog. I felt like all odds were against him, you know, the neighborhood where he grew up in, um, he said that a lot of people would look at him and kind of, you know, there were expectations about where he should end up, what, what, you know, what he would amount to. And despite all of that, he still continued, you know, to show up each day, which is, says, says a lot about who he is, show up every day, like come to school. Um, it was so funny to me in the film where he was like, I got a cameraman, you know, like just, even though he didn't win that, that experience to him, you know, he was like, if I would go, this would be the first time I, I got on a plane, but just that experience him, I'm sure that it, you know, it, it like changed his life forever. And I just hope that, you know, he, he still continues to stick with acting. He still continues to stick with this because as June mentioned, you know, he had a raw talent despite having training, despite there being a drama program at his school, you know, he, this was, he just got whatever training that he got for, like throughout the six weeks program, but then whatever his English teacher helped him with, which often happens in our education systems a lot. But I just hope he really sticks, sticks with it. Um, but he was one of my favorites. 
Yeah, I mean, I agree with all you guys. I was so team Cody. You know, we love a success story, especially when it comes out of our communities, um, because people are, are quick to label our children as these with these negative images, but there are so many more Cody's out there who, despite a lot of the environment that, that, you know, just kind of filters into our lives, make the choices to do better. And that's what he did. Okay. Let's talk about um, the impact this film may have on young people. You know, why do you think they should see it? And what do you think they can take away from this film? Let's start with Justine. Yeah, I think young people who are not only interested in the arts, but I think young people who are interested in the arts should watch this film because as I mentioned, for me, it definitely, you know, reignited a, my passion in me and inspired me to keep going and to keep on this journey, uh, which, is, which is long and not easy. It doesn't matter what the odds are. You know, several students said that throughout the clip. It doesn't matter where you come from, what your background, background may look like, who, what you look like, um, any, every, anything is possible. Um, so I think that's, the messages that come from this film and why young people should watch it. I think that this film should be required watching for all young people because the central theme of this film from the young people was that no matter what you want to do, if you work hard at it, if you remain focused, you can achieve that thing if it is to be an actor, a musician, a doctor, a lawyer, a school teacher, all you have to do is set your sights on it and continue to focus and work at it. So in that respect, I believe that it is a required, it should be a required watching for all young people despite what field they're interested in. And I also think that it is uh, an excellent film for young people and not so young people to see that you are, if you stay focused on something, if you keep the, your eyes on the prize, you will achieve. You might not reach the end game that you thought. So you might not win the competition, but during that journey, what you gain is so much more valuable and the growth that you have is so much more valuable that it is really worth focusing on that thing and really putting yourself in it. So in, in those respects, I feel that it is definitely a must watch for people of all ages, especially young people. What about you, Thelma? I agree with what was said, but I also think that for our students to see how the plays gave students voice you know, a play on the title, Giving Voice. I think that a lot of times our children don't know their voice and can't find their voice. And just watching this film, you saw how at different points, all of the students were able to um, have a voice. And it was through their performance, but it also was through other aspects of their lives. And I think that that's an important tool that we need to give our students and, and children everywhere is the, the opportunity to have their voices heard. Mm, awesome. So let's talk a little bit about like, how can we expose our young people to, to arts and films like this? Uh, let's start with Jim. Well, definitely, I, I hope and wish and feel that the schools should include the arts. It's not always the case. But that's a wonderful way to be introduced to arts through schools, but also through churches, 
and through organizations, civic organizations. I think we can also uh, just mentor children, neighbors, nieces, uh, cousins. We can take them. We can take them to theater, community theater, free theater outdoors, concerts, symphonies. I think the more that we expose young people to the arts, the broader that their mind uh, becomes. They see that all things are possible, that there's so many different things. You're not limited to what's in your neighborhood or what's in your friendship circle, that you can reach beyond that and discover things that interest you and inspire you. So um, if not in school, if not in church, we as individuals can, can take can mentor young people, take them to arts programs, involve them in theater groups if, if they're in your neighborhood. Great, what about you, Thelma? I agree. Um, I, I happen to work in a, a school district, an urban school district, and um, usually one of the first things that's cut are the arts. Um, if they have to make cuts, they cut the arts or they trim the arts down. So every school is not able to um, have an opportunity to have a full cadre of the arts. Um, I believe that our students need it. Um, they definitely need to be exposed to it. It's something that should be fully funded um, because there is a link between students' academic achievement and their participation in the arts. I mean, there's been, it's evidence that shows that students who are participating in the arts do better academically. So I think that that's something that um, as educators, as Black people, we just need to continue to push where we can. And if we can only reach one and reach one, but we definitely have to make sure that our, our students are being exposed, are participating in, are um, taking up, get, getting opportunities to go and see live performances because there is nothing greater than the arts for our children. And it's very needed in our community. Definitely. What about you, Justine? Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I think um, overall as a society, we need to invest more in the arts, especially in our education programs. Uh, like, you know, both of you just mentioned, it's the first thing to get cut. Just like Cody, similar, my experience with the, any, any similar to theater was English, you know? And so I think there needs to be a change at the development like level with curriculum, um, like including, including theater, more theater, you know, I, I love how at the end of the competition, those who didn't win, they got box sets of all of August Wilson's plays, you know, they, that can be a, a change there, like to start to read more of our work, read more of um, story, our, our stories, I think that that can be a huge change, and then, and then just investing in theater, as you all mentioned, at a young age, um, I think someone else in the clip said, you know, they didn't even know that someone can make a living out of out of film, out of theater, you know, and so just like sharing, sh sharing more experiences, getting more people who are in the arts to talk to talk to young people, to show them the the careers that you can, you know, that can come out of the arts, showing them that it is possible. The, you know, taking them behind the scenes to get to see things, to see theater, to see plays, just just more, you know, exposure to the art. So we're running out of time. I just want to ask you, you have any closing remarks or maybe give a brief reason why someone should see Giving Voice? Again, I think because one of the work is done by uh, Viola Davis and her husband's production company. And Viola has done so much for the acting community and the community at large. She is such a large voice right now. She's one of the greatest actresses of all time. 
And I think that she knows that it's important to reach back and, and help someone because of where she has come from. It wasn't easy for her. It wasn't easy for her to get the opportunities that she has now, even though she is a phenomenal talent and we see it in every role that she plays. If she has one line in a movie or a thousand, she brings her all. And I think that it was important to her to be able to give uh, voices to students that she felt were like her. Awesome. Jim? I would echo what Thelma said, but I would also add that I think this work is so important because it introduces to some and reintroduces to other the very phenomenal and critical work of August Wilson, who is the, one of this country's best playwrights, but is often overlooked in schools and um, we don't hear about his work on television as we should. And this documentary brings his work to light. We see clips of him speaking about how he was inspired and how he came to write the plays that he wrote. Um, I think it is wonderful to see an overview of 100 years through each decade. And um, just to highlight to some, as I said, who've already been introduced to August Wilson and to introduce to an entirely new audience this wonderful work. I think it's also wonderful that this documentary landed on Netflix and then very shortly after that, Ma Rainey landed on Netflix. So we get to see not just young people ignited by the flame of August Wilson and his words, but then we get to see his work. I agree. What about you, Justine? Wow. Um, I agree with everything that was mentioned. This new year, I feel like a lot of people are, you know, like re it's just reawakened some, some passions. People are more focused, more determined, you know, like now more than like ever before. And it, it just kind of what we were talking about um, before. It's just a, a movie, a film that I think that all everyone should see, like no matter like where they are in their journey, um, just in kind of we like to tell people to keep keep going keep on that journey no matter you know like if you had a rough 2020 like this is you you just just to keep going to not give up um i think and viola davis says something in the clip that like really stuck out to me that you know i'm gonna think about for some some time now and it was just like not to focus on that 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 award or that one moment you know because then there's always those like three letters three words that she said that comes next is like and now what but to kind of just like find beauty and find joy. I feel like we're getting a lot of messaging about that now, but find joy in like the everyday, the mundane, like the journey, this beautiful journey. So I would say, you know, like just find like closing thoughts that, you know, whoever's watching, whoever's out there, like whatever it is, like whatever path that you're on, like to keep going, not to not give up um, and to just like find joy in, 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 in like the little moments in every day. All right, I love that, find joy. Well, everyone, that's our time for today. I'd like to thank our guests, Thelma Ramsey, June Towns, and Justine Robinson for participating in this discussion about this inspirational documentary, Giving Voice. It can be seen on Netflix. So until next week, consider yourself Blacklit. Thank you. <laughs>